0: Hello and welcome. I'm Gary Scheib. Thanks for listening in as we continue to talk with leaders in our community. And today we're going to be talking about science and technology and engineering and math. And to be a leader in hydroplane racing, you need all of those things. And that's who we've got with us today. Shannon Rainey is the team manager of the Unlimited Racing Group. They race the U11 Reliable Diamond Tool Presents J&D Hydraulics Boat. Shannon, welcome and thanks for being here this morning.
1: Well, thank you for having me. It's great to be able to talk to you about this.
0: You know, uh, I'm glad to have you here. So right up front, I mentioned, you know, to tell the audience, yeah, you run a high, unlimited hydroplane team, but we're really going to talk about something else. Uh, you're also the executive director. Is that a nice title to have of STEM Acceleration, right? Yes. Executive director. Executive that sounds... director.
1: It makes me sound at yeah. all fancy. I
0: know. Well, uh, it's a new nonprofit organization. I hope I get all this right here. It teaches young people what it takes to be a part of a high-tech enterprise like an unlimited hydroplane team, right, with respect to uh, the tech behind it. And uh, gosh, you want to figure out how to get more students prepared for those disciplines. Is that sort of the basic, the once-over?
1: That, that's a basic good synopsis of it. Um. Basically, hydroplane racing is so familiar to the Pacific Northwest. Everyone watches Seafair in the summer. Um, Tri-Cities is another race that people in the area might be familiar with. And this is a way to get kids who are learning the science, technology, engineering, and math in their classrooms how to apply it to something exciting outside of the classroom. So, um, you know, we have this great facility um, where we build the hydroplanes in Edmonds and bring the kids in and teach them you know, what it takes to build it and, and give them a project and let them start and finish and and really get their hands on seeing what the stuff they're learning in front of a classroom applies to the real world. Boy, that is
0: really cool. And I, I think it's important. And I think that's why you're doing this. It's important these days for kids to really see... <laughs> Uh, beyond their smartphones. Um, you know, <laughs> when we say tech these days, people go, well, oh, I got it right here. No, you have to actually do things with your hands to complete that from idea to something really valuable. And in, in your case, it's, it's a hydroplane on the water going almost 200 miles an hour. But these ideas can be applied and they intersect with so many things in our world today. Um, you know, the, uh, let me go to, uh, back to some more basics here before we get dive too deep. The okay. casual hydroplane, you know, fan might think of you guys. Yeah, you work on these boats in the summer, but it's a year-round endeavor. So these students you want to teach and have in your uh, garage. Um, I'm surprised you found more time to carve out because you do this all the time. And so, how start with the basics of what that program is. You're able to get some kids. It's a nonprofit. What, do you go to high schools? you go to uh, middle schools? you go to uh, preschools? I don't know. What do you do to to find, say, hey, are you interested? Or you pick the kid who's just hanging around at the pits and say, you know, if you want to learn more, come on back. I don't know if you want to start with how it started or just the basic bones of how it works. I'll
1: start with where it started, and that kind of leads into where we're going there. Um, We, a lot of the people who volunteer in our crew, um, we run the U11 J&Ds. Um, reliable time and tool boat um, bright yellow on the water you can't miss it a lot of the guys who work on our crew um not to insult them because we love our volunteers but they're they're older and um, they're not in that younger range and we've had a couple kids who've come in and, and volunteered at the shop and the excitement for what we're doing and what we're teaching them um, is so addictive even to us, you know, we've been doing this for a long time. I've been in the sport almost 30 years, my husband a couple years beyond that. And to be able to see these kids come in and have such an excitement for the things that we're doing, it really started with the young kids we had. We had um, two high schoolers last year, and then we have two kids who are in middle school. And they came in and and were teaching them, you know, what's on the boat, and then we took them to a couple races. And it kind of started from their excitement their eyes being open to, oh, wow, look at this. This is, you know, this is really cool. And taking it from that aspect of their excitement to our excitement, being able to teach them these things. Because um, it is, I'm, when you look at a hydroplane, it's very much science. It's very technology driven. Um, engineering is a huge part of it. And math is a huge part of it. So we're teaching these kids STEM outside the classroom and it kind of it took off from there. One of um, the people we work with on the team, Lori, said, why don't we do this? Why don't we make it this great educational portion because you're already doing it. Um, and so that's kind of where it started from. We're in the very infant mm-hmm. stages of yeah. STEM acceleration um, where we've done it for two years, but we're now to the point where we've started the nonprofit and we really want this to turn into an educational experience for these kids Um, we you know our five-year plan we want to have an educational director we want to have middle and high school kids who come in they come up with a plan of something they want to build they build it and they get to see it executed on the race course so we have grand plans for the whole program Um, but we're in the the infant stages you know, of it. So let
0: me ask that. Let me go that way. Um, you, you're a manager of this race team, and you have been for several years, to, to decide, okay, I want to do something else that I've never done before. <laughs> uh, <laughs> man, that's got to be its own project in and of itself. Did you, are there resources for people who say, I'm going to start a nonprofit? I mean, how does that start?
1: Um, there are resources. There's great people within our community who are helping us oh, out. Okay. Um, you know, we're, we're going to different educational um, pillars in our community and talking to them and saying, you know, here's what you do in the high school. How can we help help you with that, with these kids in this program? Um, and so we're going down that route with their advice. Um, and now, you know, the, the fundraising begins to be able to get the money in there to hire an educational director to come in and help me out as well, because I know a whole lot about boat racing. Um, I don't know a whole lot about education so we want to bring someone on and and really make this thing correct
0: what a great idea i mean it seems like there is a big difference between having a volunteer an assistant kid who says yeah i want to learn that i'm thinking again you mentioned old guys and when you say old guys at and race pits i think of black and white that's how old i am uh, of (laughs) footage of uh somebody saying hey hand me that wrench kid and then he's on the team but this is a lot more than hand me that wrench this is Hand me that wrench, and I'll show you why I'm gonna. This turbine produces so many thousands of horsepower, and what a turbine engine is, and all these parts of it, and and that's fascinating to me, and I think it probably can be to a lot of people. So there are tools and resources to get into the community, and and, and say, okay, we got an opening here to teach some kids, and what a great. Uh, are there other race teams that have said, oh, that's a great idea. I don't know how if I can help you, but. I mean, because I know your husband, who runs, was uh, the chief mechanic <laughs> of that, is uh, Scott. I've seen him at hydroplane pits, uh, going over to other teams almost every time somebody needs a hand and says, "Well, here's a part, or here's here's what I know what you ought to do when you fix this part of the boat." Um, the racing commu- community loves to share. Yes. Is that what this is all about?
1: You know, we really do. This community, building a hydroplane, you can't just go down to the hydroplane store and pick out (laughs) things off the shelf. Right. Everything we do is handmade and um, machined and built all by ourselves. And so the teams within our community really help each other. We like to say we help each other on the beach. Once we hit the water, all bets are off.
0: Um, So the... the this, we're talking STEM. STEM Acceleration is the name of this this uh, enterprise. Science, technology, engineering, mathematics. They're not really taught enough in school these days. People keep saying that, well, here's the opportunity to teach it not just in school, but in a shop and on, on a race course. The, these skills, these disciplines, um, let's talk about how they directly apply to boat racing since that's your specific... Um, I, I mean, I'm, I first think of engineering because the, uh, on a boat because Often there's a problem that goes wrong in all kinds of racing, car racing as well and motorcycle yeah. racing. They got i got to figure out how come we can't make this, uh, you know, sponson stay down on the water when it hits the rollers from the right, but when it comes from the left, it. I mean, so you shave off a few inches of this or you add some weight here. I mean, that's like critical problem solving, right? I mean, critical give problem us a solving. few uh, of these disciplines, where they intersect with engineering and math and and what it takes to be a successful technological person.
1: There are so many different aspects when it comes to boat racing. When you see those boats scream across the water at 200 miles an hour, the amount of work and effort that goes into making them happen is unbelievable. Um, You've got propellers that we design on our own and and build, uh, manufacture, Um, so the CAD drawing, um, teaching kids how to use that program, designing of the boat. We would love to be able to bring some kids in and say here, here's the information we know now. Given what we know, take this to the next step. What would you do different with the engineering aspect of just designing a boat? And then we can sit back and say, oh, you thought of this, but did you think of this? Um, there's, there's so many aspects of the boats as they turn the corner, they only go left. We only go left on the race course. So there's some things- Hopefully, hopefully supposed to only go left on the race course. Um, so there's some things on the boat that- that sit differently. It's not all aligned off a center beam, because we only go left. There's no need to go right. So engineering, they take a look at that and they go, well, okay. So you have to go around the corner to the left. Maybe if we lifted this edge up two inches here on this side, it'll help hold the boat excuse me the boat down to the water more when the air comes across the and it turns around the corner. There's so I mean, and, and it's there's so many aspects along those lines of. If we do this, what's the consequence here for the engineering? Um, Math. We use math every single day.
0: You know, that's what I bet people don't realize and stop and think, well, how does they use math every day? What do you mean? Just talk about, like, fuel and and gear ratios and, I mean.
1: Fuel. um, We can only run 4.1 gallons per minute um, on the race course. Um, The engines we run are Vietnam-era turbine engines, and the parts are harder and harder to get. Um, and so the sanctioning body tells us in order to preserve the engines, you can only run 4.1 gallons per minute. Well, to do that, you want to get the most power you can from that 4.1 gallons that are flowing through the engine. Um, so math, how much fuel you put in the boat, math comes down to um, taking a look at putting the engine together and um, how much torque you have to put on um, something as you're tightening it. I mean, there's looking at alignment where you take a deck off because the deck wasn't wasn't done the correct way when it was built, and we're going to redo it. Now you have to take a look at the angles and what angles we're putting here um, on the deck as opposed to what was there before and, and why. Um, there's every single day, every single day. Um, and my husband was one of those kids in school who went... <laughs> Why do I need this? Uh-huh. I know you're teaching it to me, but really, why do I need to learn this? And and our kids would say that. And he'd turn around and look at him and go, nope, you can't say that anymore because here, I never thought I would use this. And I use this every single day. Um,
0: you know what? When I uh, – when let me – put my own perspective on this and this how much older i am than you when cable tv came around yes. <laughs> and uh, it was a new thing they started um one of the channels had like robot wars or something like that and it's still on there but for a while that was really cool and all of a sudden kids started wanting to i can i can do that myself and decide yeah i know how to play video games but now i can build something and do my own real life game and drive my robot around and try and beat up your robot. And they had, and so that took off a little bit, but this is even more intense. This is, I mean, it's kind of along those lines, right? Now now you've realized, yeah, I guess I need to pay attention to uh, angles and torques and momentum and and all those mathematic things. And then the engineering things of how how much stress and how much torque and how much weight you can put on a part, a uh, drive shaft, uh, a propeller shaft, uh, a... uh, skid fin, you know, and and how much a boat weighs and how much water weighs and how much force it puts on things. All those things are real when it comes to getting something successful to go around a a race course and come back in one piece, (laughs) not to mention going fast and trying to win a race.
1: Yep. Even down to being on the race course, the track the driver takes, you can take a look and and say, oh, if you go around the corner here, you're going to do it at six seconds. If you go around a corner at a different angle, you're going to do it at five seconds. And coming off those corners is where we win the race. So if you can have someone who sits back and says, I took a look at this, and if we hold this line or this arc, you're going to come off a second before another boat. A second in boat racing is a long time.
0: Yeah. We are talking this morning with Shannon Rainey. She's the executive director of STEM Acceleration, uh, a new nonprofit trying to get uh, kids involved in learning the STEM discipline uh Arts—I will call them arts. It's not really arts. It's mathematics. It's sciences. Yep. Um, <clears throat> in boat racing, and so people can uh, hook up with you and find out more about this right online. I hope I do this right through your Facebook page.
1: Yes, our Facebook page is the best way to contact us. It's STEM Acceleration, all one word on Facebook, and you can send us messages. There's ways to donate. It is a nonprofit, so every every donation is highly welcomed, and. Um, and, and we respond, and there's information on there. It's a great way to keep an eye on what's going on with the whole program, STEM Acceleration on Facebook.
0: And um, so you guys have a, an entire racing season to, to prepare for. And as a volunteer, if a kid comes involved in this, is this a wintertime thing? Do they, Are they able to hang around uh, only at Seafair? I mean, what do they get to? You've done this a couple years now. How how's it worked out, I mean, on a daily, monthly thing for a, for the student?
1: Uh, the students have been very excited about it. Um, we work all year. It's a year-round job, like we said earlier. Um, we do crew night every Tuesday night, all winter long. As we start to hit spring, it bumps up to Tuesdays and Thursdays, and then all of a sudden Saturdays also involved for, <laughs> for our volunteers. Our crew is there um, seven days a week when you hit that springtime. The guys who are who are working on it are there that often. But the kids come in every Tuesday night all winter long, and um, they're not only working with Scott, who's a crew chief, but all the rest of the guys in the shop um, who have so much experience within the boat racing world and under, really understand how this stuff works so they get a full-on education through um, through not just one person, but years and years and years of hydroplane education. So
0: a boat racing team, and I don't think people know this, has a, a motor specialist, right? A, uh, a Bonson specialist, you know, uh, so... The student is able to look over the shoulder while this guy, at first, at least, right, and and listen and and then ask questions. Like, what the heck are you doing? Or does he turn around and say, "Here's why I'm doing this, and here's what we're doing today." Or, I mean, what's that kind of like for a, in that shop for the student?
1: In the shop, they're not looking over the shoulder. That guy, the crew guy, is taking them and saying, "Here, this is what we do. This is how you do it. Now, let me see you you do the same no thing that I just showed you how to do." Very hands on. Um, our kids were. Making carbon fiber um, pieces. We have wings. We have uprights. We have front wings, rear wings. um, Let me stop you there. That's
0: another part of boat racing people don't realize. You have to make your own hydroplane. Each part of it, you manufacture yourself.
1: Yes, correct. Okay,
0: so carbon fiber. This isn't a. This is a technological thing that people don't know about, right? I mean, it's not like fiberglass.
1: Um, it's. Is it? It is. Um, there's fiberglass, carbon fiber. Um, we use a whole bunch of different elements on the boat. Basically, we're using the same technology Boeing's using to build their airplanes. Well, that's
0: what I thought. I mean, I'm remember again, how old I am. One of the shop, you could take shop, and I, one yes. of them was plastics, and you could make things out of plastic and fiberglass. But carbon fiber is so... It's expensive, isn't it, to make something out of carbon <laughs> fiber?
1: It is uh, I don't think expensive. high
0: schools do carbon fiber layup.
1: I don't think they do okay. either. Um, I don't think they do, and this is a great way to learn how to do it. Some of the kids, um, not, this, not this current off-season, but the year before, we rebuilt a boat that was crashed. Um, and really, basically, the only thing we had to start was the back half of the boat. And so those kids that were helping us in the shop actually built all the pieces to make the boat whole again and go on race. And that boat was amazingly fast compared to what it was before the crash. And so they all had a hand in that. They got to come to Tri-Cities in Seattle, and two of our kids got to come to the race in Detroit with us last year, um, which was very eye-opening for them to be able to have that experience. Wow. Um
0: that's cool. Yeah, so so they really take ownership and this is my boat. <laughs> this is
1: their boat. Yeah. They, and, and very much being able to stand on the, on the sidelines at the race and cheer for your boat. And, you know, not only are they working in the shop, but once at the race, they're given jobs as well. Um, where they're, I say shadow, but they're working right alongside one of our crew guys. Um, and so they're getting hands-on experience. You know, they're not standing back and watching. They're getting their hands in and getting dirty and, and actually doing the work. Um, which for us, that's the best way to teach them. You can stand there and tell them all day, but once you get your hands in there and you feel it and you touch it, it makes more of an impact. You're
0: right. That is totally real when it comes to anything. Um, So STEM Acceleration, I don't think we've said this enough. So STEM Acceleration is the group... and so, where does this want to go? Like you said, you, need, you want to make it a little more disciplined yourself, right? An education director is needed. What, tell us the next couple of years and how you'd like to see this grow.
1: Yeah, we have a five-year plan where we want to bring in an educational director um, where we can get into the local high schools and the local middle schools and actually make this a program kids are excited to be involved with um, and have it with a little more structure than we actually do now where, here's the program, you come in one day a week, here's the jobs you do, here's what you're going to learn. Um, We'd love to have kids come in and design a boat and build it and have them go through the whole process of the design process of it, the build process and then the final process of being able to see that boat out on the water.
0: So, Shannon, I'm guessing there's no curriculum for this if you're talking like an education. like the, This hasn't been written before, so you really are starting from scratch. So, yes. I mean, you've got a, I mean, Edmonds High School is really near your shop, right? Uh, uh, ha- yes. You probably would love to have some work with the high school that could say, yes, w- you want to learn science, you want to learn some engineering, there's a boat shop not far from here, and do they? are you h- sort of hoping that an educational people can say, here's the kind of, I don't know, write a curriculum for you? To want, I don't know, what do you want?
1: Um, I don't know if they're going to write the curriculum. I think we're going to write the curriculum. Um, I would love to have the Edmond School District involved with us. That's a step we haven't taken yet to reach out to them. I've had three school districts reach out to us wanting nice. to be involved with the program. Um, one of them is in Maryland.
0: Oh, um, no he? Oh, your driver. Our driver, Tom Thompson,
1: in. is um, is from Cambridge, Maryland. And the high school there saw the program, called us, and said this really works in well with what we're doing. Um, he goes, I know that we can't bring the kids out to you, but we can do this by Skype. Can we get involved? Wow, that's clever. Uh, yeah, and and they're really wanting to get the kids Involved with their hands, so you know what we've discussed is yes, we can Skype with you. We can teach you these these processes, and then you do it back there in Maryland and um, working together with them. They will not be as hands-on as the kids locally who have this opportunity. Um,
0: and what will it take to, like you said, we'll get this education director and some support, take some money. So money. boat racing is always looking for sponsors. As a matter of fact, your two sponsors or your boat—they're kind of. Technological guys, right? I mean, companies. Yes, very right? much so. Yeah, tell us about J and D Hydraulics and uh, what's the Reliable, who's the presenting sponsor? Reliable
1: Diamond Tools. Diamond Partizan, Tools. Yep. Yeah, and um, they're out of the Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona area. Um, this will be their first. This season's going to be their first season with us. They partnered with us in San Diego for one race last year, and and really got excited about the program. They make it, it's amazing to me. They make diamond cutting tools for concrete. Um, and to be able to see what Jonathan Thompson is the CEO, what he's developed on his own and really um, brought his company to is, is amazing, but he uses some of the same ideas and processes that we use on the boat um, with his tools and his technology. So um, he's a great partner this year. We're really excited to have him involved. He's really excited about this program as well. And then our title sponsors, D Hydraulics, they're based out of Auburn here locally. Um, they're amazing they're a vehicle upfitting company hydraulics um, they do a lot of work um, cutting steel manufacturing um, and they are right along the same lines and custom
0: design and building something from scratch from with scratch, a new idea with a new idea that all has to work in a vehicle in a vehicle yeah. so I mean that's yep. the same kind of technologies you're talking about disciplines
1: it's the same discipline he um wes is the ceo down there um they actually just worked on our truck and did a complete upfitting on our our hauler that tows the brace boat around the country Ah. um and same thing i mean Take a look inside that truck now compared to what it was before, and it's unbelievable. We, we got a major upgrade. Very excited. So
0: in, in talking about um, STEM acceleration and, and having I don't know, students along with the race team, I mean, you can say and show that these disciplines, right, can be carried to so many different fields.
1: There There's, are so many different fields. You know, 10-year plan, we even do social media. We do graphics. We do... Um, there's a lot of graphic design that goes into the things that we do within the hydroplane, within our promotional team. Um, and those are things that we really haven't kind of touched on with STEM acceleration yet. And that'll be in the future. But there's so many different disciplines of what makes a race team work. Um, and so.
0: So uh, now we're talking with Shannon Rainey about STEM acceleration. Uh, let's talk about the reaction of the kids once they've been exposed. So you've had some kids there for a couple of seasons, right? Yes. Um, what's the difference? I'm thinking back, to, you know, to like you said, those kids in the early '60s who might have, you know, poked their nose under uh, the fence. But also, when I was a kid, and maybe we looked on TV at the space race. All of a sudden, that was, you know. Gemini and Apollo, and it spurred a lot of people that wanted to go into astrophysics and aeronautics and things like that. Um, so with the STEM, it's kind of took a dip, you know, of the American education for a while in these STEM disciplines. What are you hoping out of this? What do you see out of kids and what are you hoping for?
1: You know, what it always always boils down to is the excitement for the kids. Taking what they're learning and applying it to something that they can actually see physically work, Um, and for us that's really what we want to see. There's so many, like I said before, there's so many different aspects of what we do. It's hard to pinpoint and say we want to see these kids do this or these kids do this. What we want to see is these kids get excited about the STEM industry. There are so many STEM jobs within our world right now um, that if these kids can get excited by something that we do locally to entertain people. For us, that makes it all worthwhile, you know, to see these kids when you teach them a process and they do the process with their hands and then they see it go out and work and their eyes get so big once they see that boat go on the water and they know what parts they worked on and how that part becomes integral to the whole team and to a win to see those kids light up. That's all that matters. And it's so worth it.
0: Boy, that really does sound cool because those, those are real tangible things. I know those feelings you talk about. How, how about parents? Do you get to interact with some of their parents and, and they come back and say, man, whatever, Billy has been so excited this year. I mean, what? what how about that?
1: Yeah, the parents actually um, are hands-on. They're with their kids at the shop um, and and they're kind of looking over shoulders. Um, the, the high school kids, their parents would, would come every once in a while and they'd come and they'd take a look at what they're doing and just unbelievable that their child has been able to manufacture something that to them they watch growing up and now to see their children be involved in it they get really excited and it's really fun for them too we have the parents be able to come down to see fair, um, watch their kids uh, as part of part of our program they do have to be there at the race site with their kids their kids can't come without them if they're under 18 so the, the parents get to come down and then experience the excitement as well.
0: Yeah, and it is excitement. I mean, it's cool that um, kids can get excited about these technological things and engineering things and math. And like you said before, why why do I need to learn that? This is the excitement. Tell them about, oh, well, it's very exciting to know these things and a lot of of cool things come from it.
1: You know, in the winter, it's not very glamorous at the boat shop. Um, Um, It's, it's, you know, you're learning. But when you get to the race course and, and it's You know, it's there's fast boats and there's exciting things happening and there's an air show going on and there's all sorts of excitement going down there to be able to take that knowledge they've learned and see the excitement through their eyes out of something tangible. It's, It's just it's really fun.
0: Uh, Shannon, we're talking with Shannon Rainey here about STEM Accelerator. If uh, STEM Acceleration, now we're going to run out of time. Now, what have we left out in that conversation that you want to squeeze in here the last minute or something maybe you want to say a second time or how people can get in contact with you? Or what?
1: You know, I think the contact information, um, if anyone's interested in the program, go to Facebook. Um, you can search STEM Acceleration on Facebook. Um, send us a message. We're always willing to reply. If we're at a race, it's, you know, summertime and we are a little busy may take a day or two to get back to you, but we will respond. Um, There's a donation button on our our Facebook page so you can donate funds um, to the nonprofit. We um, you know, it's really going to take funds for us to build the program where we want it to go. Um, And then it's just like getting a sponsorship for a race team to make the race boat go faster in order to make this program really do the things we want to do and see these kids excel. We need funds to make it happen.
0: Yeah. Uh, Thank you so much for being here. That's great. We've been talking this morning to Shannon Rainey, team manager of the U11 Hydroplane Reliable Diamond Tool presents J&D Hydraulics. I got that right that time, right? Yes, great job. And she is also the executive director of STEM Acceleration. Shannon, thank you so much for the time and that you've carved out as racing season is getting going here. And a bigger thanks to what you're doing to inspire science and technology into the youth of our community. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you for having us.
0: I am Gary Scheib. Thanks for listening today. We hope you've learned something new. Join us again next week as we continue to talk with people that are making a difference in our community.